All right, let's turn our attention to the Kentucky Derby. Forte is the favorite and drew the 15 post. This is also one of the weaker fields that we've seen in a while, Sean. So how does that affect how you'll be betting the Kentucky Derby this year? Yeah, weaker field in general means weaker favorite compared to normal. None of these horses really have standout speed figures. I'm a big speed figures guy. None of them really have standout figures compared to what we've seen in the past. Typically, we see multiple horses coming into this race with speed figures, 105, 106, in the low 100s. There's only a couple here that have even hit 100 at this point in their careers. So it is a slower field relative to previous years. We can say that pretty confidently. And then also, just in terms of the way the international horse race stage is shaping in the past couple of years, Japan is becoming a much more dominant force, if not the domineering force, in horse racing. So I do think eventually this streak of 18 straight runners who have come over from Dubai and failed to hit the board in Kentucky, I think that's going to come to an end very soon. And I think it could end this year with the number 17, Jeremy Sedagaki. He is one of my favorite win contenders in this race. He should have the easy distance to get the full mile and a quarter of Churchill down. And I also love this prep in UAE because it was the fastest UAE Derby. I think that we've seen from one of these runners that has come over. I bet Mendelssohn when he came over from UAE a couple of years ago, he didn't fire at all in the Kentucky Derby. It looked like a terrible bet, but truly he just didn't break out of the gate. I believe he was injured. And ultimately it just extended the reasons why people will not bet on these Japanese horses until they win one. But I think that is the wrong approach. I think it's actually going to happen sooner rather than later. So if you continue to bet the Japanese horses in the next few years, I think you're actually more likely to hit it than just taking the opposite approach and saying none of them have done it yet. It's not going to happen. So Derma Sotogaki, a top one contender for me, the Japanese horse. I would probably throw out the other Japanese horse, continue arm. Uh, but then my other favorite top one contender of the, of the American horse is the number 14, Angel of Empire. I do think we're going to get a pretty honest pace in this race. And the two closers that I like the most, Angel of Empire and then also the number nine, Skinner, I would probably put them together on a lot of my tickets because if I think there's a complete pace meltdown, it's very likely those two come running late and hit the board. For the casual Kentucky Derby fan, it is interesting uh, that normally the favorite or someone very close to the favorite uh, is, is winning this race. And granted, you're looking at a small sample size because you're only looking at one race that happens once a year. But then last year, we got an 80-1 to winner uh, in Rich Strike uh, coming through at the very end uh, to win the run for the Roses. In, in terms of, you know, that there is a weaker favorite in this year's field, should our approach change as far as how to look at odds and then look at, you know, win, play, show, anything like that? Well, you always have to keep it Mattress Mac in mind because Mattress Mac is going to come in with a very large bet to head just furniture promotion, and I would assume that bet is going to be on Forte. So people were hoping, you know, people who <laughs> yeah. handicap horses Good. who were hoping to be able to bet on the favorite – we're hoping to bet on Forte at four to one, five to one. I doubt that you get that price once max money comes in. So, yes, that means the favorite will be suppressed and everybody else's odds should float up. And I think given the fact that it is a more wide open field, even though we saw a big long shot wing last year, who, by the way, if he had drawn into the field earlier in the week, I've seen every handicapper say this week they would have tossed him out. You know, no hesitation. There was no way they ever would have considered even handicapping Rich Strike as a horse to hit, hit the board. So, just forget the fact that, you know, he was such a long shot. It, it, there was literally no chance that anybody even would have picked him. Uh, but I do think, you know, there are some long shots here this year that interest me. The number 11 disarm, I think, is sitting on a huge race, been training lights out heading into this derby. And at 30-1, to 1, you really can't talk me 
off of anything. I doubt he'll be that price at post time because he has looked so good. But as I said, with some big money coming in on the favorite, the Japanese money potentially hitting Derma Sotogaki and continue our, I do think disarm will be probably closer to 20 or 25 to one instead of 30 to one by post time. So look for those longer prices. Definitely look for those horses too, who you see float up from, you know, 50 to one to 99 to one. Listen, like most of these horses should be 99 to one at the bottom end of the board, but some of them probably should not be. So as the odds sort of crunch and people forget about some of these horses, you know, say like the number four confidence game, I haven't heard a ton of people talk about because he's coming off of a lengthy layoff, but he's actually been training really well coming into the Derby. So I think a lot of people might avoid betting confidence game off of the fact that he hasn't raced recently. And maybe you get a 40 to one or a 50 to one on a horse like confidence game who should realistically probably be 25 or 30 to one. So those horses in that, you know, 15 to 21 range, look at them to float up closer to 50 and then maybe consider putting them on your tickets. Uh, 30 seconds, Sean. Uh, another long shot. I didn't hear you mention the name. Uh, what do you think about Reincarnate? Reincarnate is a horse that I've actually seen people give some support for. Um, he is likely to be the pace setter in this race to me, and I don't know if there's going to be a slow enough pace for him to wire the field. So maybe he hangs on and gets a piece for third or fourth. I do expect mm-hmm. him to be in a good position, and typically you want a horse's forwardly place, but wouldn't really put him be below the, uh, the bottom end of my exotics, third or fourth place. Maybe he hangs on and gets a piece. Sean Zarillo, MLB handicapper and quite the horse racing expert, I might add. Thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we play Nickel or Dime right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.